0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank & Trust. Visit fabnt.com for details, member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day, presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's Race and Sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Akre and Oakland's Mutuals and Sportsbook manager, Zach Gillum. Welcome in once again to Oaklawn Game Day. Justin Acri and Zach Gillum with you here. Zach, we've got uh, some pending weather, but the good news is it's going to be nice and toasty inside Oaklawn and people can get down there and have a whole lot of fun.
1: You know, weather is always something we're watching for in Arkansas in February, but who knows, maybe we'll be getting lucky. Um, that's kind of the name of the game. We're, we're not really sure till it happens.
0: That's exactly right. So we're going to go through a lot of what happened last weekend, look ahead to what's coming up in two weeks with the Super Bowl. we got some basketball games we're going to focus on as well, so stay tuned for all that. Quickly recap last week, and Zach, for the first time ever, we've been doing this for a long time, 77 games we have picked as far as locks of the week. We finally got a push. First time it's ever happened. And the good thing is, if you were a 49ers wager and you waited until the end, you would have won. We had the 49ers at plus three. And unfortunately for us, that means we got a push out of last week. So we are now 41-35-1 overall, going back to the first time we did this show, 7-15-1 on the season. So still not a great year so far. We just narrowly missed. And boy, the Niners looked like they were in total control, up 10 in the fourth quarter. They could not sustain it, and they ended up losing the game. But if you waited, Zach, that number moved in favor of the Rams, which means you were catching 3.5 as a 49ers wager
1: absolutely and you know even some of those f- folks that came in while it was at three one of the great things with our system is if you don't like the three or you really think you need that extra hook or that half a point you can you can buy it is, is what we call so there were guests that came in even though the number was at three and they did buy it to three and a half so that's always an option
0: <clears throat> i like it so if you do that zach can you come back and delete that ticket get rid of that ticket and then if the line moves like how, how does that work So that is a great question. We do get that occasionally, and unfortunately, no, Uh, because if you think
1: about it, if that were the case, every time the line moved, uh, we would have a bunch of people running in here wanting to cancel their tickets and then re-bet it. Okay. So so that's why I I often say if you see the line as value, that's the time to bet. Never feel pressured that you have to take this number. And the good news is with the new system, you can potentially buy off of a number if that's not what you're looking for.
0: Well, and I'll tell you, I would have figured the other way. Honestly, I would have thought the money would have moved back towards San Francisco, knowing they had won six in a row and knowing they had just beaten them and you know knowing they had swept the series this year i don't know i just would have figured the opposite that the money would have moved towards san francisco instead goes towards the rams and again hopefully san francisco wagers waited until the end so ended up being both dogs and we were all over cincinnati last week zach i couldn't quite pull the trigger on the money line and i still felt like you know maybe kansas city would play in the second half like they did in the first half and there was a chance but there was something about cincinnati last week we talked about it like both the underdogs going into the weekend and both of them showed up and played well and of course cincinnati won outright absolutely
1: well and you know we had a lot going on so i don't get to quite uh, pay attention to a lot of the games as i would like to but at halftime i had someone ask me that wasn't over in the sports book they were on the racing side how's the game going and i said well you know the bengals are hanging in there but i think the chiefs are about to make it ugly so tells you what i know
0: well it looked just like that i mean they blew an opportunity at the end of the first half and then you know the momentum swung towards the bengals they carried it into the second half got a stop defensively and then they were off to the races. It was a great football game. I do remember one number specifically, and that was plus 1,600, Zach. That was the number for the game to go to overtime. So to bet, if you had bet 100 for the game to end regulation tied, you would have won yourself 1,600 bones. That would have been a pretty good bet. And we kind of joked about it last week. It was on our sheet as an option, and I certainly wouldn't have put a whole lot of money on it, but it was something we talked about for sure.
1: Absolutely, and you know we had people come in and wager on ties for both games. We actually had some people parlay a tie for both games. Wow. So um, that's definitely something people are looking at, and it's it adds a new a new twist. I mean, you get to the end, some people are hoping it doesn't go to overtime, and you're specifically, that's all you care about.
0: That so. would have been pretty dumb. I don't know what the payoff would have been for both games going to overtime, but that would have been ludicrous, and we weren't far off. Absolutely. It was big. I would have to pull up the numbers, but it was big. All right, well, let's touch on some uh, important things to mention at Oak Lawn. We had a great weekend of racing with the Southwest Stakes, and congratulations to Bob Baffert, you know, with all the things going on at Churchill. Won't get Kentucky Derby points, but did get a big payday as his horse came home first in the Southwest Stakes. And we think the weather's going to clear out. We're going to be looking good for the weekend, so I'm not too worried about racing Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week. we got some other great stakes races coming up. by It's a quarter of a million dollars, grade three, for four-year-olds and up. And uh, just a whole weekend of great racing this weekend, Zach. And then we're not too far off with a couple of special events coming up in the event center. As you said, things coming
1: up, we have the Voices of Rock radio concert. That's going to be on February 12th, Saturday. Doors are going to open at 6 p.m. The concert starts at 7 p.m. The tickets for that show start at $45, and it features former members of bands like Kansas, Leonard Skynyrd, journey. So if you're a classic rock fan this is going to be a lot of fun.
0: And then of course there's kind of a big game the next day and I applaud the staff at all, as always at Oaklawn. and whether you're going to the spa, you're staying in the hotel, you're going and hanging out at the casino, you're over on the racing side or if you're in the event center. It's an impressive turnaround. It's, it's amazing what they're able to do. But you're flipping that from a concert night to a watch party the next afternoon for the Super Bowl. The big game watch party happening at Oakland. As someone who went to a watch party this year with that Arkansas Ole Miss game I will again attest to how great The setup is food is across the board. You got nacho bar, taco bar, all kinds of great food options, and that's included in your ticket price. And then you buy your beverages. It's a heck of a deal. And you got a great setup with huge TVs. I know the VIP seating already sold out, but I mean, I sat at a table. I had a great time, made some new friends, had a blast. Can't encourage you enough to go down there. You can wager on all these fun prop bets we're going to get into over the next two weeks. And then also watch the big game with uh, some of your maybe oldest friends and maybe some new friends
1: as well. Absolutely. And now that the teams are set, we are starting to see those tickets move. So I highly recommend you get on there. As you mentioned, the VIP, the couch seating, that has already sold out. That sold out quick. Tables are still available. Tickets start at $25 for individuals. Or if you would like to reserve a table that seats eight, that is $180. All
0: right. Very good. That's a heck of a deal if you want to get a whole table. I don't know if I have that many friends, Zach. I could try to recruit some between now and then. Information for everything is at oaklawn.com, oaklawn.com, oaklawn.com. Check it out. Oaklawn, of course, is Arkansas's only casino resort, and there's so many ways to have fun, including with the love of your life. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and if you're not sure what to do, I think coming to Oakland's probably a safe bet, Zach. I'm told there will be specials throughout the weekend. I'm assuming restaurants. I'm assuming there will be some spa treatments. I would definitely try to book that in advance because that will be a hot item. But plenty of options for Valentine's Day weekend. It's a one-stop shop. You won't have to leave the facility.
1: Absolutely. There's going to be live racing that weekend. You're going to have live entertainment. You have the hotel. As you said, spa would be a great thing. You could get a couple's massage, facials. Whatever floats your boat in that area. Um, So Valentine's Day is going to be big. One thing to note for racing starting in February is our first post is now 1 p.m. So we've been racing at 1230 on most days this year. It will now be at 1 p.m.
0: Okay, that will definitely change things a little bit. Don't we miss it out? President's Day is right around the corner as well. they got a free cab giveaway. First post at 1 o'clock that day as well. That's a Monday. So make plans to spend President's Day weekend at Oaklawn. It's always a big-time event Live entertainment every weekend at Oakland too. Check out Pops Lounge, Cliff and Susan always starting things off at four o'clock, and different bands in the evening time. This weekend we got Raised on Radio starting at nine o'clock, and they'll go all the way until one o'clock in the morning. And if you're still up then, by golly, hey, good for you. You made it past where I would be probably. So, uh, all right, let's get to it. I want to recap a couple of things here, and we have talked about futures. We have talked about futures. We have talked about futures, Zach, and I don't know why I'm repeating everything today, but I guess I'm just really doing it for emphasis. The point is there is so much money to be made on futures. Don't miss out going forward next year. I really, really encourage people to jump on some of these. When you look at what you could have gotten on leading rusher, leading passer, leading receiver— you know, even just a couple of weeks ago, Zach, for teams to make the Super Bowl, the Bengals to win the Super Bowl two weeks ago was plus fourteen hundred. You bet a hundred bucks on the Bengals; they win the Super Bowl next week, folks. You'd be winning fourteen hundred bucks in that hundred-dollar bet. They were eight hundred last week, Zach. And here we are looking at them in the final, the big game against the Rams. Pretty amazing. But, again, those futures wagers really pay off if you can pick them right. Just
1: to highlight a few others, we were looking back uh, prior to the season. So these were odds that were offered on September 1st before the season had started. You had the Cincinnati Bengals to win the Super Bowl or to win the win the championship at plus 15,000. So, so 150 to 1.
0: So I bet 100 bucks, I would have won 15 Gs if the Bengals win next week.
1: Absolutely, and the Rams, a uh, team that was fairly high thought or you know highly thought of sure. throughout the season, even before the season, they were at plus fourteen hundred. Wow. So a hundred dollars re- wins you that fourteen hundred that you could have won on the Bengals just from a few weeks ago.
0: Well, wouldn't you love to be in the situation with the Bengals where you could hedge that bet a little bit, and uh, you could bet a couple of grand on the Rams to win on the money line, or maybe three, four, five, six grand, and then you're going to come out way ahead either way, right?
1: absolutely um and i mean another one that really caught my eye was the afc north the bengals to win the afc north before the season started
0: Mm -hmm. plus 2200 it's amazing it really is it's remarkable so don't want you to miss out on those next year Want you to keep that in mind the the opening line here for the super bowl rams minus four and a half and the money line bet zach i saw it in a couple different places what's the money line bet on that right now as far as uh straight up for rams and bengals
1: yeah, so looking at this one. It actually opened at four. It moved to four and a half within about 24 hours. So you have the Rams minus four and a half. Looking at the money line, Rams are minus 195. The Bengals are plus 160.
0: Okay, very good. All right, uh, over under I've got at 48. Is that right? It has shifted up a hook. It is at 48 and a half. Okay. Should be a good competitive game. Cincinnati's defense is playing outstanding. Of course, the late interception Uh, against Mahomes, setting up the winning score for the Bengals. And uh, their defense has been playing great. They weren't outstanding through the season. Rams' defense was pretty remarkable through the season, and that has carried over into the postseason. They've allowed 11 points. They did give up 27 to Tampa Bay and their former quarterback, Tom Brady, who's now retired, and 17 to the Niners. I think the Bengals will definitely be able to score a few points but that 48-and-a-half seems pretty close to on point for me. Rams averaged uh, 21.9 in the regular season as far as allowed, and the Bengals at, at 22.1. So both defenses certainly pretty good in the scoring department. And if they give up their average, which obviously that's not how this works, but that would be well under the 48-and-a-half. I think both offenses are playing pretty good right now. Um, Cincy, interestingly enough, if you want to ride – the Bengals and maybe take the points 65% against the number this season. Third best this year behind Dallas at 72 and Green Bay at 67%. Rams, just for argument's sake, 50% against the number. So they were uh, uh, you know half up, half down on the season. Wanted to also talk about passer, rusher, receiver, Zach. And again, this goes back to futures wagering. And on a couple of them, you could have gotten some really nice paydays. In fact, really all three of them The money was pretty darn good if you were able to pick the right person. And, uh, I mean, a couple of them were pretty predictable, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And this is, again, looking back at the regular season, these were the odds that were offered on September 1st. So before the season started, for the uh, leading passer, Tom Brady was the fourth choice at plus 1,000. So 10 to 1 odds there. Looking at the receiving, you had Cooper Cup. Now this is the one that really, after the season he had, is really going to boggle some minds. But he was at plus 3,300. So very, very good odds there for him.
0: And Derrick Henry was the foregone conclusion as the rusher. If he had stayed healthy, he would have run away with it, no pun intended. But with him getting injured, again, you know, you can always hedge. You can pick a couple of guys. That's what I like to do, especially when we're talking about golf. You know, you pick a couple, three guys, and if you can get one in there, the payoffs are so good because of the plus money. It's going to be significant. And Jonathan Taylor was one of the guys. But if you picked him in, you know, one of your top two or three guys, you're still going to come out pretty well ahead here. Absolutely. So he, him, just like Tom Brady, he went off at plus 1,000.
1: And to your point, there was the week before Henry got hurt, he was minus like 1,800 or something That's to win that crazy. title. So yeah. even, even at that point in the season, if you had jumped on Jonathan Taylor, the odds would have been pretty good.
0: Well, look, okay, I wanted to touch on this too. NFC Championship two weeks ago, Rams were plus 350. AFC Championship two weeks ago, the Bengals were plus 600. They were the long shot. Rams were the next to the long shot in front of only the 49ers. And of course those two played for the championship. It's crazy. Packers and Bucks were your top two. Leading receiver going into uh last week or last couple of weeks, Cup was your favorite. And of course he he has been great. He's coming, you know, he's leading it by a significant margin here. About hundred yards over Chase is the only other person that was even in the mix here as far as players that remain, but Cooper Cup's gonna be your guy. How about runner though, Zach? Going into last week. This is last week's numbers. Elijah Mitchell was your favorite, minus one twelve. Cam Akers was plus two twenty five. And how about my long shot, Joe Mixon at 900? I mentioned him last week on the show. I had it highlighted, had it bolded, had it underlined. And guess who's leading now? After 88 yards versus Kansas City, Joe Mixon, your rushing leader. So, again, if you had bet 100 on Joe Mixon last week, you'd be sitting pretty right now.
1: Absolutely. And you only had two games to to sweat through at 9 to 1, or plus 900, 9 to 1 odds. That's, that's exactly that's it. That's unbelievable.
0: Well, and look, he's, I mean, there's, to me, it'd be shocking with his situation right now if he doesn't win it. He's at, at 190. Akers has a shot. He's at 151. So, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. But I think both teams will do a pretty good job against the run. And, you know, we know how good the Rams are. And then and part of the reason we like. Like so much. He had some ground to make up. But we liked him because you're going against the Kansas City team that was second worst in the NFL behind Pittsburgh, almost allowing five yards of carry. Thought he could catch up, did catch up. So let's quickly touch on, I guess we already talked about the Bengals situation, and they were a big dog. They ended up winning the game outright, so I hope some people took them on the money line. I think they were at 240 last week, Zach, as we did the show. 49ers had their chances. I would have felt really good parlaying both of those. In fact, that's something we talked about, taking both straight up on the money line. It would have been a really nice payday. Uh, it's not too early to turn the page to next season, though, Zach. Usually we wait till the year's over. But we got a couple weeks to marinate, so let's start talking about next season already. The favorites are already in the book. I love it. You can already bet on the 22-23 season before this one's even over, and it's not shocking who your favorites are. A couple of teams that were right there at the end of the season this year.
1: Absolutely, the one uh, co- one of the co-favorites is someone I thought like well, thought would make it to the the big dance this year. But you have the Bills and the Chiefs as your co-favorites at plus 800. You have the Rams as your third choice at 1100. And then here's the surprise. I guess not too much of a surprise since they're playing for the the big game this year. But the Bengals at plus 1200 after being plus 15,000 going into last season.
0: That's just amazing. And the thing is, look, you got to look at who's back and you got to do the free agency due diligence and figure out who's going to be back next season, who's under their contract, that kind of thing. But I also looked at who's young and who's old, right? So the Rams are the sixth youngest team in the league. So with all that talent and an experienced quarterback at Matthew Stafford, they've got... Uh, a very young team it's sixth the youngest team in the league Bengals are 10th youngest team in the league so they got a lot of youth on their side as well and then uh, the Jets the Lions the Browns the Panthers and the Jags five teams that really struggled this year are the one through five youngest teams the oldest teams Texans the Bucks which were probably skewed by Tom Brady's old self uh, Cards Patriots 49ers some of the oldest teams, and so again, that doesn't necessarily mean that many of those guys who are highly, you know, touted and highly functioning, like Patriots players, 49ers players, even the Cardinals had a great start to the season, won't be back. But I mean, to me, if you can get a team that was really successful this year and also very youthful, I think you got to look at the Rams and Bengals potentially for next season with all those young guys coming back
1: absolutely well and to your point there are a few other teams that people would definitely be interested to hear the odds so i'll hit those as well the cowboys at plus 1500 the packers at plus 1500 which we really don't know what's going to happen there with the potential players leaving you have the buccaneers after tom brady's announcements have dropped all the way to plus 2500 mm. i saw them open at some places they were actually either co-favorites or second choice at about plus 850 so that was a big change after tom made that announcement
0: there's no question and i don't know if he can come out of retirement and end up somewhere else or not but I'll, I'll uh we'll ride it now and assume that he's done it is also not too early to start thinking about next year for college football, and it seems like that is a year-round deal now. Today, this Wednesday, as we record Oakland Game Day, it is uh, signing day, which is less impactful than it used to be because of the early period. But we're already looking ahead to next season. And the one thing I know about Bama, Zach, is when they don't win, they usually come out that much better the next year. They've also got an incredibly talented and prolific quarterback returning. So you got to put them in the mix, and obviously they're going to be the favorite going into next season.
1: Yes, and they are an overwhelming favorite at this point, in my opinion. Looking at Alabama, plus 150. Ohio State's dropped a little bit there at plus 250. Then Georgia at 500. Clemson at 1,400. Oklahoma at 1,400. A&M at 1,600. A few other SEC teams of note. LSU is at plus 5,000.
0: Arkansas at plus 10,000. Arkansas, to me, is a long shot, obviously, at 10,000. Ole Miss is another one that some people have their eyes on this year. They got the big USC transfer at quarterback. Kentucky had a really good year. They're a 10,000 team. Mississippi State's a plus 10,000. I don't necessarily like them. Auburn's plus 10,000. They're kind of a mess right now. The LSU one's real intriguing to me. With Brian Kelly taking over and all that talent he's going to have on his roster, and I know they've got some areas where they're depleted, but he's going to get that thing turned around in a hurry. It may not be this year, but LSU will be a team to keep my eye on the next couple of seasons. As much as I don't like them, I have a lot of respect for Brian Kelly. I think he'll do a heck of a job.
1: To your point, a few years ago when they won it all uh, going into the season, they were similar to this. They were 50-1, to 40-1. So
0: Man. A&M obviously has bought – I, I mean, I'm sorry. A&M's got a really good team, too. Uh, Sorry, Zach. Uh, a little bitter about the NIL deals that have been reported coming out of Aggie Nation. So they might be a wager worth looking at, but um, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, those and guys.
1: they're up at plus sixteen hundred, so they are up in the top ten. Man, I don't
0: like them. What about Clemson, Dabo? They got to get back to form soon, right?
1: Correct. They are the and that's what the odds. The odds expect them too. They are a co-fourth choice at plus fourteen hundred.
0: Look, they rallied and ended up having a pretty good season, including winning their bowl game, much to my chagrin. But I wasn't surprised by it. So look out for Clemson next year, another team I expect to rebound. It's, it's hard to say Bama's got a rebound because they were in the national championship game and didn't win it. But, uh, I mean, goodness gracious, I think uh, they'll have a, a good shot, obviously. We'll see what next year looks like. I'm sure Nick does not want that to happen again. All right, let's look at basketball. Still underway, certainly, and our national championship odds have tweaked a little bit. I don't understand Auburn, Zach. That's the one I don't get. The number one team in America is still back in the pack when you look at the odds. Gonzaga remains your favorite last check, right? You're correct, but let's see if
1: you have the most updated odds. So let me run through these. Gonzaga is your top choice, plus 600, followed by Auburn at plus 800. I don't Yeah, Duke is at 850. You were looking at plus 1,100 from a few days ago. Yep. Yep, Duke at plus 850, Purdue at plus 900, Baylor's at plus 1,000, Kansas at plus 1,200. When when we look at the conferences, Baylor-Kansas have flipped uh, for favoritism there. Kentucky at 1,200, a few other SEC teams of note, Alabama plus 3,500, Arkansas at plus 4,000.
0: Well, Auburn three weeks ago was plus 2,000, so all I know is people are finally catching on. I still like them, potentially. And I'll tell you another thing we got to look at, Zach. The SEC still not getting the respect it deserves unless those numbers have changed significantly. After the Big 12 SEC challenge the sec really impressed winning the challenge 6-4 and a couple of the wins that were notable with alabama knocking off baylor and a couple of other big wins kentucky going to kansas and crushing the jayhawks which i loved secretly because i don't root for kentucky but i hate kansas more uh anyway that was fun one to watch very impressive victory you got to put the sec in the mix and you're still getting huge odds on anybody from the league winning Absolutely, yeah. You still have Big
1: 12 as your favorite at plus 300, followed by the Big 10 at 400. Then you have the Pac-12 and the SEC at 500, the ACC at 550, and the West Coast Conference at 600.
0: I promise you the next time I'm at Oakland, I'm throwing a couple of bucks on the SEC. I've got to. Uh, Let's look at against the spread before we pick a few games for Wednesday night. Uh, We will not pick the Missouri game for those who get this right out of the gate. In fact, I don't think this will post before that. They moved that game up, the Florida-Missouri game, so that's an early start. We'll talk about Arkansas's game with Georgia. Don't forget on the weekend we got a full slate of SEC games Arkansas taking on Mississippi State trying to get a little revenge at Bud Walton this week so we'll get into uh, the games that are happening on Wednesday night but again daily games daily lines you got to go on and check them out on the day of the game and I imagine that Arkansas game will be heavily bet on Saturday with the late start time Zach they're not going until 7 30 I believe on Saturday night and there'll be a lot of interest in that game around the state as Arkansas looks for some revenge at home against Mississippi State. But against the number this year, it's all about Middle Tennessee State. 14-3 and 1. 82% cover rate right now. They are getting it done. And how about this? Smart and good at covering basketball games. Cornell, 80% on the season. We talked about Auburn, your number one team in America. Their odds are dropping as far as championship money. If you're going to get on the Tigers, do it soon. 77% against the numbers, act. They're not only winning games, they're also covering at a high rate. Toledo, Monmouth, Norfolk State, Longwood, Zach? No idea. 75% or better cover rate on all those teams, including the ones I specified. And you got those two that are over 80%. The worst against the number this year, Pacific has been pathetic, 15.8%, 3-16 against the number this year. Morgan State's 21%. IUPUI, 4-13, 23.5%. Do you care? Someone cares. Yep. If there's money there, you should care. Winthrop is a team that's been in the tournament a number of times. They're 22%, not very good. The in-state teams goes like this. Nobody's having a great year. Arkansas State actually has been the best team within the natural state in Division one basketball against the number 60% so far this year against the number Arkansas is just over 50% at 52.4%. UAPB 42%. Little Rocks at 33%. And UCA is right at 50% on the season. So they would be third of the Division I teams. Let's talk about Arkansas here. Zach trying to get another win on the floor and against the number. And they're going to have to lay a pretty good chunk of cheese against the Georgia Bulldogs who have been awfully up and down I guess I would say I mean you know they just beat Alabama not long ago but they've been smacked more often than not one of the worst teams in America defensively and I would expect them to give up a home win to Arkansas I guess it's actually be a home loss for them but a road win for Arkansas Arkansas has been pretty good on the road this year uh, pretty big number though in this game
1: Absolutely. You know, I felt like last season Arkansas wasn't quite getting the respect they deserved on those spread numbers, and this year they definitely are, maybe a little more than I've expected in some cases. On tonight's game, on the road, Arkansas currently minus 10.5, total in this game at 151.5.
0: That number's sliding down a little bit. I still like the under in this game. I think it's too high. I think Arkansas will probably score about 70, but I think to hold Georgia down, Arkansas has been on fire defensively lately, holding the last six teams they faced under 40%. And they say defense travels. That's what my man Pratt Bradley always told me, so I, who might argue with Pat? I'm going to go with it. I say the defense travels tonight. I think Arkansas gets the job done. I think it's a low-scoring affair. I like the under better than I like the 10-and-a-half, though. Um, just for argument's sake, too, I'll tell you this, this. is how rough it's been for Georgia. They lost to Vandy twice this year, including at home 73-66. to 66. So even Vandy beat them by 7 at Georgia this year. So you got to like Arkansas' chances potentially to cover that 10-and-a-half.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, and to your point, if you're looking at kind of a defensive battle or that's the way you think it's going to go, you could also look at things such as the total points scored by a specific team. So if you feel like Arkansas is going to have a great defensive night, Georgia is going to struggle, the total points by Georgia for the game is currently set at 70.5. Oh! So you, could, so you could take under in that. I love that. Um, if you want to look at uh, for the first half, so let's say you want to get your, your wager in the first half, you're not going to be here till the end, Georgia currently 33.5 for the first half total.
0: Uh, I think Arkansas needs to get off to a good start, and I hope that they do, and I think that they will. But uh, I like the over, under, total, under 70.5 beta. And you can, of course, parlay some of this too, right, Zach? We can bet uh, game with the line against the over, under, all those things to be parlayed together?
1: Absolutely. So you can take the game with the total. Now, when you start trying to do some of the half times with the games, it might not let you do some of those that are extremely correlated. But, for instance, if you wanted Arkansas minus 10.5, the under 151, you are getting plus 255 currently. I like so- that. So every $100 you bet, you're going to win 255
0: Can I bet Georgia under 70-and-a-half and Arkansas minus 10-and-a-half? That they are not going to let you okay. do. Boom! Uh, because, because that I'll is bet them tr-
1: separate. <laughs> but you, Absolutely. You can absolutely do it separate. Okay. All
0: right, let's move on. Other games. Vandy, we just talked about them. They're at Kentucky. Tough, tough order for them tonight trying to knock off Kentucky at Rupp. And they are a big dog against the number five team in America.
1: Yeah, looking at this, Kentucky is currently minus 15.5 total in this game at 141.5.
0: How about Wisconsin-Illinois? Two top 20 teams. Wisconsin's 11th in the country. Illinois, the home favorite, though, as the 18th team in the nation.
1: Yes, Illinois favored by a touchdown right now. Minus 7 total in this game at 137.
0: Yeah, well, that should be a fun game. Low-scoring affair. It's under 140 for the total, right? Correct, 137 currently. Ooh, that number's really slid down. Okay, expect a low-scoring Hard fought defensive struggle. How about number 12,
1: Villanova? Let's try that at Marquette. Yeah, looking at this one, Nova goes on the road as a favorite, minus four and a half, total in this game at 133.
0: Yeah, and Marquette, by the way, is ranked 24th in the country. The Nets continue to be your favorites in the NBA, Warriors second. Lakers, if you think LeBron and company are going to get it together at some point, Zach, you know, they've got uh, a guy with Arkansas Connections on their roster as well who's had a pretty good season, but they are a long shot. There's a lot of money to be made on the Lakers this year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll just run through until we get to the Lakers, but you have Nets as your top choice, plus 250, followed by the Warriors at 380, Bucks at 510, the Suns are at 525, Jazz at 1050, the Heat at 1,200, then you get to the Lakers at plus 1,700.
0: They call Austin Reeves, what, Hillbilly Kobe? Is that what his nickname is, I believe? So uh, he's trying to help him out. He's had a pretty good year so far and pretty good story. Love to see him doing well, and I'm not a Lakers guy, but I'd love to see them get back in the mix. I think the NBA is a little better when they're in there, so we'll see. NHL, you got odds on that. We're not going to go there, but we are going to talk about cold things like the Winter Olympics underway this week. Zach, it's finally upon us, and I love how they always start events before the opening ceremony, so people are like, wait a minute, we already got events going. Yeah, mixed doubles curling, your first event out of the gate. You can bet on all this stuff at Oakland. Men's hockey now the seventh choice behind Russia. Finland, and others. Women's hockey, Zach, this week, I don't know what changed, but they slipped to the second choice instead of the favorite.
1: Canada is at minus 112. Uh, this is for the women's hockey. Sorry, I'm jumping back and forth. It's okay. Canada minus 112. Canada, USA women's plus 105. And then a huge jump to Finland at plus 1,700. So they're really looking at this as a match race.
0: Okay. Well, again, you can get in on curling. You got the uh, Nordic combined, which we talked about last week. We should just pick out a weird event and, uh, and highlight that each week, Zach. That's cross-country skiing and ski jumping for the men. Well,
1: and, and something else to hit on today. You yeah. have a uh, FIFA World uh, Cup qualifying match, USA playing Honduras. Ho- US is a heavy favorite. They're minus 715 to win the game.
0: Okay. I'll take your word for it. I'm not going to lay 715, I don't think, but uh, maybe is there like a goal number that you can give, or is it just strictly winner and loser?
1: Oh, no, there's there's tons of ways to bet on it. So let me jump into that exact winning margin. If you think U.S. is going to win by one, you're going to get plus 300. By two, plus 275. Three is at 380. Four at 650. So since they're such a heavy favorite, they are expected to win. Potential way to get more money out of this is to come bet on the exact winning
0: margin. Okay, that's key. All right, good to know. Eighteen t Pebble Beach Pro-Am this week. Daniel Berger is your defending champ, and he is a relatively long odd from what I checked earlier. We need a lock of the week, Zach. The lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up, lock it up, lock it up since you threw it out at me i've never really thought about this before i'm gonna go arkansas to hold georgia under 70 and a half on a cold wednesday night in athens and i think uh hogs will win the game 10 and a half scares me a little bit but i think they're gonna hold them down that defense travels and arkansas gets the job done so i'll say that georgia scores 70 points or fewer and arkansas gets the cover in that regard at least on the defensive end if i only got to bet on arkansas defense i trust that a lot more than i bet on their offense the way things have gone this year and i think they'll do enough to win the game their seventh straight victory if they can get it done that's our lock of the week for this week that is our oakland game day for this week and that's going to do it for zach i'm justin thanks for tuning in a bunch more to get to we will really dig in deep on the super bowl next week on oakland game day good luck everybody